Hello and welcome to In Bed with Lucy. I'm Lucy Price and I'm here to tell you the tales of a high class escort. A behind the curtains discussion about sex work from a sex worker. Everything I discuss is of my own opinion and experiences and it does not reflect on the community at large as everyone experiences sex work differently. This podcast contains explicit and sexual language, topics that may trigger sexual assault, violence and discussion on drug and alcohol use. This may offend some viewers so please be aware if this is an issue for you. If you are under the age of 18, Please stop now and kindly go back to the Disney Channel. For everyone else, let's get this party started. Welcome back, pimps and hoes. How have we all been doing? Sorry it has been um, over a week since I last did a podcast, but I was gathering questions, I guess, for this episode because... You know, I just thought I would just answer a couple of questions before I continued on talking about sex work. So I just wanted to like just answer the like most common and frequently asked questions. So whenever I'm in a a social gathering or a professional gathering or, you know, if I'm in a gathering with um, people that don't even know my industry, I find that people always generally ask the same questions over and over again. And I've put them in the order that they actually ask them. So I would say that almost over 99% of the people that, that want to talk about my industry generally will ask these questions and in this order, which I find really interesting. But I guess that's human behavior for you. You know, we know so much, so little things about the brain, but yeah, human behavior is actually really common. So question one would have to be, what kind of people come to see you? They are probably old, gross men. (laughs) Okay. Well, firstly, that's pretty a shallow thing to say. But to answer your question, what kind of people come to see me? Um, Basically, I've from 18 to literally, I think the oldest client I've had was well in his 80s. Um and still quite fit and able. So yeah, um, the age, I guess, is so variable. The types of people that come see me are just normal people. I do find that it it can be people that probably haven't had much sexual experience and probably want to learn a few things. So they come see me in order to better their own sexual skills. There will also be another category of people, like whether it is it's just they don't want complicated um, relationships. They just find it easy just to, you know, have sex when they want to on their own terms and not have to deal with, you know, the sticky part of a relationship. So you'll find that, you know, generally people that just want, you know, simple sex. However, people probably would say, oh, but you can go to a bar and get laid. Okay. A, you're still paying for it because you're still going to buy drinks, you still get drinks. There's still money going on. And secondly, shit gets sticky. People just want to, sometimes just want to go fuck and get the fuck out. Nothing complicated. They know what they're there for. It gets done. Then I find that there's another category of people and I find that they may be people that, you know, really love their partners. They're in a committed relationship. However, somehow their sexual needs aren't met. So they feel, you know, 
because they love their partner so much and because they don't want to hurt their partner or embarrass them, they feel as though a paid relationship, it's not like getting into a sticky relationship. You know, it's professional. I'm not out to hurt anyone. No one's out to hurt anyone. You know, we have animalistic instincts and, you know, that's just life. And, you know, regardless of, you know, how a situation or what a relationship, I don't know what it is, but, you know, there are physical needs that sometimes aren't met. So people will always seek that elsewhere, but at least they're doing it in a manner in which it's not hurting the other person. I feel like that's someone that's in love with their partner. Someone that just goes around having office fluency fucks and fucks any girl at a club basically has absolutely no respect for their partner and doesn't give a fuck about, you know, any type of future or any type of like retributions for their actions. So if you wanted to discuss the physical appearance of my clients, well, see, the thing is, I can't really answer that because I don't really look at physical appearance of people. However, I can mention that they come from all walks of life, all different careers and uh, all different nationalities. I don't segregate any nationality or repress any anyone for any reason other than the fact of if they choose not to respect me or my business. So to answer your question, do I see old fat men? Well, I don't know. What does your dad look like? So <laughs> I'm just joking. Like, So moving right along, the next question would have to be, what is the weirdest thing someone has asked you to do? Okay, so my definition of weird would be totally different to what your definition of weird is. You'd be like, oh, what, did someone want you to shit in their mouth? Oh, my God, grow the fuck up. Can you not? That is disgusting. Okay, the weirdest thing that people always, 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 always ask me to do. Oh, I want to fuck you. I want to see your face. I want you to blow me and I want you to lick my ball. Motherfucker, do you think I'm a magician? Do you, How am I going to fuck you? lick your balls, show you my face and then squat on you or whatever it is that you're requesting. Like it's always an outrageous request. Oh, can you do this like that and turn this way and do that? Like, cunt, what porn are you watching? Are you watching some fucking gymnast circus fucking carny shit? Because I am a definitely not a can't like I no like I no I am not that flexible. Yes, I was a ballerina, but no, I I will not put my ankles around my head like a pretzel and suck your cock dangling on the edge of my bed while balancing a ball on my nose. No, this is not normal. That's the weirdest shit that I get asked to do. Surprisingly enough, that's probably not what you're expecting. But I'm telling you, like, it's some um, fucked up, like, some of the requests, I'm like, is that even anatomically even correct? Is that even, like, humanly possible? Like, I'd be impressed, like, I'm going to try, but I'd be impressed if I actually managed to pull it off without A, killing myself, B, breaking a bone, C, living to tell another day, seeing another day. But yeah, no, that would probably be the weirdest thing that people ask me to do is just random like positions. But however, I don't kink shame people. So if people want a service that, you know, I don't have and it's like completely out of the box, like I'm just going to say, no, that's not my cup of tea. Look for someone else. Even though I always question why they're asking me for a certain thing. Like, 
I don't know, like dominating. I'm just, that's just not me. Like dominate you. Like, yeah, in my, in my personal life and all that kind of stuff, but in the bedroom, like, yeah, I don't know. Like it, it all depends on how I'm feeling and how I'm vibing. But yeah, as for weird stuff, like I haven't actually, nothing's really weird to me. Like what's weird is going to a bar and randomly picking up someone and sticking your fucking genitals in them without protection. That shit's weird. But who am I to judge? So moving right along. My next question would have to be, don't you just have sex for a living? How can anyone take you seriously? Does your family know what you do? What the fuck is with everyone's obsession with what my family know and what they don't know? Like, just out of curiosity, does your family know what you do when you fuck someone? Like, fair enough, you can say, yeah, I fucked someone, but do you actually go into explicit detail with your family about your sex life? Like, answer that one. Does your father know what you do with your fuckboys and lovers? Like, fair enough, you want to say you had sex, but that shit, like, what's with people's obsession? I will never understand. But to answer your question, yes, they do. I'm out in the open. I have that many people calling my family and friends to inform them that I'm a prostitute walking the streets at night with my broken hooker heels and fishnet stockings and red lipstick because the cliche image of a hooker is clearly what it is, which, oh my God, it's just... Fuck off with your judgment. Fuck off with your bullshit. Because I will be more than happy to sit you and your family in the room and start breaking down your sex life. And honey, if I'm going to break down your sex life, I'm a professional. I'm going to have you crying in a ball in a corner, crying for your mother. Trust me, I have the capabilities of doing that. Okay, so you're just a sex worker. I find that really patronizing whenever someone says that. How can anyone take you seriously? Well, for starters, you don't have to take me seriously. I'm not asking you to take me seriously. I'm not asking for your approval. You're the one standing in front of me giving me your time. So how do you want me to actually directly answer that question? Take me seriously, don't take me seriously. My majority of escorts that I know run their business exactly the same way that any other sole trader or private company would. They have bookkeepers, they have accountants, they pay tax, they pay GST, they hire local people and keep families afloat. They also use local companies in order to advertise merchandise so many different things that they do to support their local community. A lot of sex workers I know also do a lot of um, give back to their community, whether it be donating time or whether it be donating actual physical materials or items to people that are in need. I find that a lot of people in my industry are extremely compassionate. They have a love and heart and soul for their local community and they want to make it a better place. I am hard-pressed to know another sex worker that isn't quite a compassionate person and that doesn't have their things in ducks in line and everything in order. So, you know, whether you want to take an industry seriously or not, I don't take, okay, so I don't take handyman seriously. It's just someone that just, what, 
do you have an actual like I'm not discriminating anyone. I was just making an I'm making an example. But what 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 we talk about don't take it seriously. How dare anyone pass judgment? Even that statement in its own is passing judgment. How dare I pass judgment on someone? So in the end of the day, whether you take me seriously or not, is actually none of my motherfucking business. What you think of me, it's actually not, it's really none of my business, so keep me out of it. However, like, I kind of like don't blame people that much because society portrays our industry so much so as lower ranking people of society. It's hard to be taken seriously by people, you know, even big corporations like banks, like they're willing to take your money, but when it comes to supporting you, they're not willing to support you because your industry is out of the box. You know, you will always have certain, you know, people in the industry that want to be out there to support sex workers and take us seriously. But yeah, like it's so difficult to to be able to have different other other industries out of our industry that we may need to use in in our field to take us seriously. And it's just a joke. You know, I'm currently struggling with finding a CC service for my VIP website. I've currently come up with a solution, but the fact that it's taken me this long to battle through industry discrimination has been absolutely phenomenal. I also am currently being discriminated by my building manager. I've been harassed day in and day out by my building manager, always trying to catch me in my industry because they feel as though it's I'm a lower ranking person. Do they not realize I'm going to sue their pants off? What the fuck? Like people just have in their projections in our industry. If I'm if I'm projecting myself or presenting myself to you in a manner, in a way that you should be taking me seriously, well, then you should be addressing me in, in that real time. You shouldn't be assessing me over my my industry or judging me over my industry. This this bullshit needs to stop, and people need to grow the fuck up just quietly and stop being a motherfucking shit cunt and then the famous question which i have left for last which is somewhat not always the last question that people ask me sometimes can be the first but it is sometimes the last question how can i get in the industry i have sex all the time i can do the job (laughs) are you fucking serious Okay, sit down. This this question may take a while. So basically, the when people come at me, and this happens all the time, people always come at me like with multiple ways of asking this question. How do I get in the industry? I have sex all the time. I can do it. Your job must be really easy. Oh, fuck off. Like, this job is definitely not easy. It is a 100% not for the week. If you are not 100% mentally prepared for this job, you will very, very quickly deteriorate within this industry. You need to be in the A right headspace and position to be able to digest everything that occurs, especially in the industry. This is a hard industry. You are giving up a lot of your time, your energy, your flow. There's just so much that you're giving. And just like any service, you're giving a part of yourself. So, you know, to get in this industry, you can't be weak. You have to be a hard cunt. I know I've said this multiple times, but not everyone can actually do this job. 
And I'm telling you, majority of the girls that actually come to me that want to get into the industry, there is absolutely no way that I would allow them into the industry. There's no way they would be able to cope with the mental impact that is involved in it. You already have to be a stable person. I would not suggest, like, I know there are a lot of people out there that are probably not in the right head game. There's survival, which is a shit situation to be in, but there's no way that I'm going to actually assist in putting someone in that situation. So, um, yeah, to get in the industry, firstly, like the first thing I look at is whether you're capable. The second thing they'll always say to me is, oh, do you only ever fuck like rich, famous, good looking businessmen? And that is literally the worst thing, the worst, worst thing that you could ever say to me, especially asking for a favor and wanting to get in the industry. All it, all, all that statement actually does is just show me what a shallow person you are. That statement alone is not, I'm not, I am listening to the words that you're saying, but I'm listening to the thought process that made you say that. How judgmental you only want to fuck good looking people, businessmen. What a fuck the fuck is wrong with you? Get out of my house, bro. Like, no, you are not. Uh, I'm not going to help someone getting the industry with that kind of ideology on what you cannot be judgmental. What? So do you turn people away? Oh, sorry, you're not good looking enough for me. I just, no, I won't service you. Like what kind of, it's not even a human behavior. Who does that? It's ridiculous. Um, You have sex all the time. You can do the job. Yeah, well, good luck with that. Because, yeah, I like sex too. That That's also part of, you know, main, main criteria of the job. But liking sex and doing it, being a sex worker is, is yeah, it goes hand in hand. But that's not exactly the, the, the most important thing. You need to know how to read somebody. You need to know how to read a situation. You need to be able to ask for consent directly, not indirectly. Not insinuate that someone wants something clearly be clear with your communication. May I, can I do this? What, may I do it like this? Tell me when to stop. Is that okay? Can I do this? Is it okay if I do this? Uh, very simple things. It's got nothing to do with actually being great with sex. That actually can improve with a job. You could be absolutely horrible at sex and still be a great escort once you get into the industry and, and learn about people but once you put your pride aside. Because when you're worrying about fucking famous people and business people, I don't feel as though you're going to be concerned about the other person. You probably won't even give a fuck about the other person. Probably won't even give a fuck about how they feel. And this job, majority of what it is, is acknowledging how someone feels and being reactive to that. And giving them feedback and comfort and, if not, somewhat clarity to be able to um, experience a good time together. So that's have, being physically great at sex is not the priority. So, no, no, just because you have cheap sex in a bar when you're drunk, you know, when you're drunk, things seem... Like a mirror or, uh, that says things may seem larger in the mirror. That's what happens when you're drunk. Things may seem more exciting. But they really weren't. You're probably really horrible. And that wraps up our chat for today. Thank you for listening to In Bed with Lucy. I hope you have enjoyed our time together. And don't forget to go like my Facebook page. I look forward to speaking with you all again soon. Go forth 
and do good, beautiful people. I love you all and be safe.